0: Welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is one of your hosts, Michelle Bader. Uh, Mark Massaro is out of town. He'll be back next week on our next episode. So, welcome today to the conclusion of Widowed by Cancer with Kate Sladek. Um, As you guys saw in the last episode, very amazing her story of faith, all that she has been through. And I know you guys are going to enjoy what we have today. So, sit back, relax. And, um, I hope you enjoy
1: this conclusion and we'll talk to you next time. Here I am sick, taking home, you know, taking care of the kids here at home. And it was during like one late night. I'm such a night owl. It was during one late night of doing laundry. And I thought, Hmm, haven't done a self-rest exam in a while, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) maybe I should pay attention to myself for, you know, half a second here. And I felt something different and was like, huh, You know what, I'm going to go and I knew it was a virus, but I was like, I'm going to go get some antibiotics for the heck of it, you know, and I'll have her check this out too. And my PA wrote me, like, she knew my schedule, knew I was trying my hardest to get back to the hospital, was like, here for mammogram, ultrasound, and fine needle aspirate, you know, basically biopsy, just here, you can have all, like, get all these orders and let's get this looked into before, you know, before you get back into the hospital, you know. And I did, and I knew again, with my veterinary medical background, taking like one look at their faces and having like, you know, what felt like 200 mammo images and then being sent right to ultrasound. I just knew, you know, so it did turn out I had breast cancer. I was diagnosed with breast cancer that June. Um, And
2: uh,
1: I didn't tell anybody. I brought like my two really good friends with me to the hospital on that day. And, and then, you know, they, they tried saying, can you come back next week and we'll do some biopsies. And I was like, no, I can't, I want to be with, I need to be with my husband, you know, can you please do them now? Like, who can I talk to? You know, well, there were some really wonderful doctors who gave up their lunches to do my biopsies. And, Mm -hmm. um, we all knew it was cancer, you know, just based on the look of it. And, And then it turned out like, and I didn't tell Brian, I didn't tell our parents, which also was very hard, you know, um, and I, I just simply didn't want to deal with it really. You know, I was like, I could deal with this later. Like he's more Mm -hmm. pressing and, and then it turned out that they did want to do another MRI and I needed more biopsies. And it turned out that I had two tumor biologies, Mm -hmm. two different tumor biologies of breast cancer. Um, and because of Brian's treatment and because of his experience, I, I got multiple opinions, which was also very frustrating to my parents, I'm sure, and, and his parents. And um, so this was all while he was in the hospital that I was trying mm. to like cram this in that I was calling people, like calling different facilities, like pleading to get in and like explaining my situation. And they were all wonderful and got me an ASAP. Um, so when he came home from the hospital and when he was, like I said, uh, it was at the end of July, I had had like one round under my belt um, and I decided to go with a more integrative approach. So I decided to go to the block center in Skokie, Illinois, it's on the North side of Chicago and where they do um, IV vitamin C, IV curcumin, IV quercetin, resveratrol, which is in red wine. People know that word from red mm-hmm. wine um glutathione and like a concentrated multivitamin so other institutions there was only one other one that had an integrated medicine program and they wanted me to stop all supplementation and all integrative therapies before during and after chemo and where the block center was like no this is when you we ramp you up and there is research to support this as well
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. so absolutely um, you but know this- yes
1: At this
0: point, had you told Brian
1: that you had cancer? So I told him because I told him actually on Father's Day, which really sucked. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, like it's all flooding back to me. yes, because I, I had to leave for appointments. And I remember him looking at me once or twice being like, really, you're leaving right now.
2: <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm.
1: And so I did get to the point where I was like, I can't not die. Right. And I told him on Father's Day, after the kids and our parents left and, and we talked and I didn't want to like drop this bomb. But like, I didn't want to set him back in his recovery. And I knew it would. And it ended up being his last journal entry that he ever wrote was when mm-hmm. he was home here and was reflecting on the day that I told him that I had breast mm-hmm. cancer when he was in the hospital, um, which gave me his perspective and is like really moving and heartbreaking, you know, of sure, course. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Treasure and also very difficult. Yeah, totally.
1: Time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And him saying like, I want to be there for, I want to go with doctor's appointments. I want to hold her hair back. Mm. You know, when she's sick from chemo, I want to, and then he's like, who am I kidding? You know, these, I've, or something about physical limitations and, but I've proven before that my will can be stronger than my physical limitations. And then, mm. you know, but we'll see this time, you know, something like that. Like, oh you know just yeah um, oh man just so heart-wrenching and like you know it was yeah it but of course I didn't know he wrote this and I remember the night that he wrote it he was like hey can you grab my journal and I was like yeah and I was all excited that he like wanted to write And, and I got him his guitar and his tuner and you know and I thought oh these are amazing signs like this is such a good sign you know and it wasn't like 48 hours later that I had to like call the paramedics for him. And, and it turned out he was septic and we could not get him to our medical family, you know, in the city, mm. university of Chicago. And he was at a suburban, uh, said hotel, mm-hmm. very expensive hotel, right. <laughs> a suburban hospital. Um, and I was really displeased with, I mean, the writing was on the wall, but I was really displeased how things were handled. They did not have, and they did not have an ICU doctor. It was, mm. they kept saying EICU, EICU. And I'm like, what the hell is EICU? And they're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, we don't have anyone physically here. Like, see that monitor. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. What if someone codes? Where's your attending? Right. Like what? I mean, and I'm like, you know, anyway, so you can imagine how stressful it all was, you know? Um, but it happened very quickly. Um, he, we brought him in on a Monday and he died Tuesday, August 27th, Mm. um, which was my mom's birthday.
0: Mm.
1: And, um, we had his rooted guys around and our, but I was still in this like life-saving mode. Like, you know, we had the, Medivac people from University of Chicago, like the helicopter crew was here with us. Like we were going to move him to University of Chicago, you know? And, um, and yeah, he said no, <laughs> you know? And I know they probably would have kept him alive on life support. And that's not how he would have wanted it to be, you know? And I know ultimately he would have died, you know? And this was definitely more his way, you know, Um, and I still had four more rounds of chemo after that, and
2: uh, yeah. So you, you had to go through the grief of losing your husband while you still had to face the chemotherapy.
1: Wow, Wow. yeah, that was, <laughs> it was a blur, and it was really, really hard. It's like still a blur. I mean, I feel like just now, I'm just now, over two years later, I feel like I'm finally emerging like from this fog. But yeah, it was all um, it was all a blur, um, and just heartbreaking, and and just functioning. Right, you're just like in survival mode, and. Yeah. I remember when I was kind of sick. I didn't get too sick from chemo, um, but I do remember being just exhausted and like him and I laying in bed together and my mom and my aunt organizing medical supplies in our bedroom for us, like while we're like watching TV. And I remember going, I could do this as long as I have him here. I could do this. Like we were always saying things like that to each other, like, You're mm-hmm. my rock. I'm your rock as long as I have you, as long as we're together, like all of that. And after he died I really felt like this is such bullshit you know I was with him for every single step of the way Mm. through all his diagnoses as like first as a friend and then as as his like life partner and soulmate and partner in crime and parent you know all that I'm going how unfair is this that now I have to go through it without him. You know, um, that was really the source of <laughs> like a lot of my anger.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: But um, you know, I think that was the hardest thing. Like that caused me to like really be angry. And I wasn't necessarily angry at God. Um I really came to terms with that I don't believe the phrase and I could like have several adjectives before this, um, you know. <laughs> God doesn't give you, or what is it? God doesn't give you what God gives more than you, you can do. handle. More than you can handle. We just like, talked about this. I, did, it, did you really like? We yeah. hate that so much with a passion. And I feel like <laughs> God did not say, "I'm giving you cancer." I truly don't believe that. I, we believe that our belief was that, you know disease and wrongdoing and sin, like all of this, all of these terrible things came about because of sin, right? Mm -hmm. This is our belief. We live in a fallen world. Exactly, exactly. And, but I do believe that he is with you every step of the way right? during Mm -hmm. these things. If you can lean on him, if you can have the the faith and the, and the, if you can see, if you can see through the trees, the weeds, whatever you want to call them to like, still lean on him. Right. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, I feel like that's really what carried us through. And that carried me through, because I think I really could have had some major anger issues if sure. my faith was not where it, where it was, you know, and where we it was all would die. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Truly, I mean, you hear about terrible things happening and you're like, how are these people even still functioning?
2: You know, you know, something you might find entertaining is that you mentioned that, um, God won't give you more than you can handle. We just mentioned that in our last episode titled (laughs) ridiculous things people say. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, Mm -hmm. we really relate to that and wow, gosh, what a, I'm like speechless. It's such a, powerful and, and sad. And it's just a heartbreaking, um, you know, trial that you've been through. And I know Michelle relates to it. I really relate to it a lot. Um, and I didn't even have the aspect of having to deal with myself going through something. And I already felt sorry enough for myself. And um, I commend you for your bravery to be here and sharing this. Of course. It's it's really touching and and um, wow I'm just right. Nice. Thank thank you for like opening up. It's
1: thank you for letting me like yes. I I feel like some people you know I don't I, no one I've never gotten the impression that people like get sick of hearing it or and I don't and I don't talk about it often you know but you know the I feel like the pity look is kind of constantly there you know or the look of pity is kind kind of constantly there mm-hmm. and. And also just um people simply don't know what to say. Yep. And um that I feel like that's been kind of hard to deal with also then just say that.
2: Mm-hmm. Say,
1: I just really don't know what to say, but like I want to be here for you. Right. I don't know. Something as simple yes. as that, right? Yep. Um but, I'm smiling
2: because this is like almost word for word what Michelle and I talked about in the last episode. And it's just like, I'm like, man, she would have been a great guest. You know, should be a great guest for ridiculous things people say, right? Personally. Oh,
1: I'm oh sure. my gosh. We used to keep, we used to keep like a joke, like a journal, like a little- oh. And even like, even like for medical, like staff, you know, Uh like somebody leave the room we'd be like, ah, write that one down or whatever, you know, like really you're going to come in here and say that and complain your coffee's too hot or something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, um, it's an unawareness sometimes of what's going on around them. You You know, it's
1: funny you say that. That's a perfect way to put that. And I used to get so mad and Bri would be like, you know what? Good for them. They don't have to worry about
2: this. Yep, wow, I'm like great you're attitude. a bigger
1: person than I am, man. You
2: know? <laughs> yeah, beautiful, <laughs> yeah. you
1: know. But I right. adopted that attitude. I really, wow. have. And now I'm at the point. I'm I'm in remission. I'm yeah, uh,
0: praise God. You no, know?
1: yeah, absolutely. And and I and I really think that my cancer is from chronic crisis mode stress. I truly hmm. believe that, um, which means that you know. We who are suffering and going through this grief need to step up the self care, right? You know, whether it be, you know, working out, yoga, retreats, massages, chiropractic care, acupuncture like, I don't care. I'm trying mm-hmm. to do it all.
2: <laughs> I really, yeah, am.
0: Awesome.
1: you know, no, that's
2: you're and you that's mentioned that you're going to, um, you know, at some point listen to episode one. So forgive yeah. me because you'll, you'll hear this and there, but, um, yeah, I was. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I hover around 165 pounds. That's my normal body weight. I was down to 118 pounds. I was mm-hmm. sick. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating. It yeah. was, um, yeah. there were nights, um, one in particular, but there were nights where I thought I was dying. Yeah. And my prayer oh my to gosh, God Mark. was that, please help me help her get better before you take yeah. me home. Yeah. And uh, it's, it is wow. an incredibly deeply stressful thing that it's, it's really hard to, um, for anybody to understand who hasn't been through how intense it is. Yes. And um, you, know, you and probably, it,
1: right test yes,
2: it. it's, there yeah. is no let up. It's all yeah. the time around the clock. Yeah. And I remember moments just thinking like, this is the most insane thing ever. And there's no end in sight right. one way or the other. There's no yeah. end in sight. And um, that was, and that makes it more overwhelming and that stresses you out more and stuff. And, sure. um, but, you know, like I, I mentioned in the beginning where before we started recording is that I don't, I don't really want to, I want this to be about you and, you know, cause this is a very powerful, um, story that you have to tell. And so I don't want to, I don't want to get sidetracked with me talking. <laughs> I
1: appreciate about connecting about it. You know what right. I mean? Like it's yeah, helpful to hear that other people have felt or gone through something similar, you know? Sure. So yeah. yeah.
2: I remember telling Michelle that, like how how uh, how much it touched my soul talking to her for the first time, when I could merely say, she had a PET scan without having to explain what that was, or she was on prednisone without having to explain what that was and um, like the side
1: effects and what comes along with it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And uh, so anyways, it's, it is good to connect with people yeah. who've had similar stories. I'm sorry, Michelle, I didn't mean to cut you off. No.
0: Um, I just wanted to say the word that comes to mind for you and Brian is warrior, like warriors, both of you mm-hmm. complete warriors. And just the the love that you shared and like that teamwork is so beautiful and I really appreciated hearing your story, you know, and, you. and you're helping his legacy to continue by sharing who he was, how he dealt with things, his faith. And so I think what we're doing here too, is honoring our loved ones by continuing to share their stories, to give other people hope. You know, God says that he takes, he makes beauty out of ashes and that's what, because you are open to sharing it God is making something beautiful. And I know that your story is going to touch so many people because it's it's a tragic, but incredible story. It's a story of God's faithfulness and your strength that I know you draw from God. And because I know this is a phrase that we don't like, but I really can't imagine. Like we always talk about when people say, I can't imagine, but I really can't imagine where I was at when my husband died and then having cancer myself on top of it. And so I, I'm just so proud of you for the strength that I see. And then on top of that, being willing to come here, open up these like hard things to talk about again. And Mm -hmm. so I just, I want to thank you so much for your bravery and your just who you are. And I feel like God is really. God gave me a promise after Luke died that he was going to redeem and restore everything I lost. And I feel like the same thing for you. He's going to redeem that, you know, and however he sees fit, but this is not the end of your story. This is not the end of love for you. This is not the end of, you know, a father for your kids. Like, I feel like God's really going to do something to, you know, just, just bring it all together. And on that note, I wanted to ask how... How did your your kids take everything and
1: how are they doing now? Yeah, I haven't talked much about them, have I? In this, <laughs> oh, that's okay. I mean, they were always a source of comic relief, right? But also, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, little kids make you want to pull your hair out, and, like that was like to the end, degree <laughs> you, just, some yep. days, you know, that's the truth. <laughs>
2: um, I mean,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right after. I mean, oh my gosh, Michelle, thank you for saying all those kind things. Oh, I feel you're like welcome. it means like so much coming from you, like coming from thank someone you. else who gets it, you know, truly. Um,
2: and she's a kids- TikTok star.
1: <laughs> True that. <laughs> True <laughs> True that. that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the kids, Um, I would even be mad that they would like gotta get out of bed today for them you
2: know Uh, yeah yeah.
1: and there were those times i just wanted to freaking lay in bed that's all i want to do for like just a day i'm not talking like you know a week not even a few days just like a day you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah um, but they really um you know they make us function they keep us on our toes they um and i have had them since brian was sick since they were little probably three i mean he was diagnosed when they were two and a half so probably three, I started taking them to this place called the wellness house here um, on the West side of Chicago. Um, and they're free cancer support services. And they are absolutely phenomenal. And through mm. COVID they're, they're like 46 countries, like people zooming in and, and they have workout classes. They have individual mm. therapy, group therapy, group counseling, couples counseling. They have a kid's group. They have bereavement groups They, I mean, you name it. They have it. They have a dietitian who is Phenomenal, better than any dietitian I've ever met in any of wow. these hospitals. Um and uh okay, sidebar that doesn't push all the like boost and sure, Nestle products that are t- full of carbs that turn to <laughs> sugars that your body does not need because cancer feeds <laughs> off of sugar anyway. Yeah.
2: Right. No, uh, right. Correct. Right. right?
1: So um <clears throat> so they have that wonderful dietitian. They have um exercise classes, they have. Uh, a rake rake people who do Reiki, acupuncture people who come and do your hair like wow things, like and then they have education where are they located I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> right so they're in hinsdale hinsdale um and it's called the wellness house and i actually just did a speaking event for them for their major um fundraiser their gala that they have once a year um because i wanted to give back and like could not do that monetarily so i wanted to help out in this way you know awesome. um but any, regardless, um, the kids have been going there. We both have been going there. So he would go to his patient group. I would go to the caregiver group and the kids would go to their turtles group, which is Aww. you know just their kids with a parent with cancer, you know? And now I'm in the bereavement group uh, for parents with young kids and the kids are in their turtles bereavement group. So like Aww. they're six to 10 and we meet once a week, even through COVID online, we're starting to get back into person again. But I mean- talk about tools and resources i was calling their child life specialist throughout brian's hospitalizations just to like bounce off ideas and oh my god Vivi said this to me today what god do i tell her like what do i say to these kids i know what i want to say i don't want to be too wordy you know and um and man it, they would give us books and came to the house the day after brian died and wow. came to his wake and had a kids section set with this great book that we still have a scrapbook so that kids could write notes. And there were pictures of us as a family. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't say enough about this organization, obviously, but it is, it was absolutely imperative. I do not know what I would have done without having them to like call or email on a whim. Um, and these services are out there. And I think a lot of people don't, don't realize it, but they are out there. And not to mention, we ended up, when Bry was, you know, still alive, we ended up prioritizing our wellness house appointments in groups before his um, doctor's appointments, even scans. Oh, wow. you know, like, that's how important it was for us to, like, function as a family unit, you know, and to, like, keep our heads on straight through all this, you know? Wow. Um,
2: what an incredible but, story.
1: Yeah, yeah. The kids are just, you know, and they're great. Like, I still, we're over two years. I still have the posters from, and they're very tasteful. you know. Mm-hmm. I still have the posters from Brian's services around the house because I still see them stopping, playing with Legos, reading in front of these posters. Mm. So that's kind of how they're, and they're both very different. My son, introvert, just like Brian, super quiet until he like has an outburst, gets really upset or hurt or angry. But my daughter, just like me, will talk and talk and talk and ask questions mm-hmm. Especially when I'm not comfortable answering, and you know, <laughs> yeah. about daddy and cancer and mm-hmm. disease. And but I really truly believe that this will make them has already made them more like compassionate, empathetic little people. Yeah. You know? Wow,
2: I'm sorry, I'm like rambling so no, long. No. It's,
1: it's beautiful. This
2: is your story, it's not mm-hmm. rambling, it's yeah. beautiful. And you have a beautiful heart and soul, mm-hmm. and I can Thank just you. feel it. And, um, you know, we always. Michelle and I always talk about that um, you know we can't see the whole picture because we're not God we're we're inside of time we're not outside of time and I just can't help when I think when I hear these stories to just think like what um, God might be having planned for your children because of what they've experienced and what kind of good they can do in the world and absolutely um, you know it doesn't take the pain away it doesn't make the pain any less real but you know it just it's like because I think the same thing about my kids my daughter is like she's just like her mommy she has mm-hmm. her mommy's heart and mm-hmm. she just always wants to serve and love people Aww. and um, you know I mean I my could gosh. say a lot about my son too but like it's just my daughter really reminds me of mommy so much and um, I'm like man she is just a light to the world everywhere we go she makes friends everywhere she go we go she wants to give things to people and do gifts you know give gifts to people and make gifts yes. and oh my give gosh. away her toys and like she just got this incredible heart where i'm like wow like who knows what you know the plans are for her future right. because of the the incredibly difficult things that she has witnessed and lived through and um grieved um you know we still grieve you know of course right but um, and I also couldn't help, but think when you were talking, I was putting together a timeline. I was like, man, so you were either still going through chemo or just finishing it still obviously grieving when COVID started. Oh yeah. And I was just like, gosh, like, to," cause I know how hard it was for Michelle and I, we lost our spouses during COVID couldn't have funerals. You know, that, that had its own element. Couldn't be yeah, with of them. Of course. In the oh my gosh, I can't um, imagine that. <laughs> But, you know, it, co- at the beginning of COVID was a very dark and scary time. Um, at least for me, it was just kind of like, what is going on? Like, there's something very not normal here going on. And um, it just was like, wow, like, but I still had, I still had my priority of, of lazy to take care of, to, to not think about that stuff. Um, I just couldn't, I I didn't have that luxury to even be concerned what was going on. Um, and so I, I pictured having lost her, you know, basically I put myself in your shoes as best I could. And I was like, oh my gosh, like to have all that start, like while you're grieving and you don't have this person that you've been, you know, especially, you know, not in any sexist way or whatever, but like, as a woman, like your man is your protector generally. And to not have your protector there for you, you know, and it just, um my heart is just really grieved for you hearing this story, but I'm like Michelle, I'm really proud of you for, you know, that I still see a smile on your face and you have such a beautiful laugh and mm-hmm. um, I can just see through the pain. I can see a lot of joy and I can see Christ's love. And um I just, uh I, I don't want to toot your horn too much to make you feel uncomfortable because I don't know how you are about that, but Um, I just give God glory for what I see in you and it's a beautiful thing that I think will Mm -hmm. help many people and uh, so yeah thank you so Uh, much that does make me extremely uncomfortable (laughs) yeah I I understand it you're so awesome (laughs) let's talk about how awesome you are you're amazing I'm, I'm the same <laughs> way. Terrible. I don't like the feeling of being the center oh of my attention, gosh. and no, it's just right. like it makes me uncomfortable.
1: um I mean, all so. that being said, I really that is like I I do feel like, like you said, Michelle, I want to carry on Brian's legacy of like being an advocate for patients and helping people. And and Mark, like you, I, I do want to. I really just want to help people going forward in any way that I can, who might be in any similar position or feeling like the same you know like loneliness or grief or mm-hmm. decision-making that needs to be done and having these little kids and what to say and what to do and and also I do truly believe I I hope that there is love in my future you know I mm-hmm. I feel like I just and, I, and that's something that I do have faith about I have some friends that are um, that are single and parents and are very frustrated right now and I've I feel like I've just went like, it'll happen. Like I know God will do Mm -hmm. great things. Will do great things that I can't even imagine. And it's and it's hard because you know I don't want to compare and I never will. Like I I mean, you know, never say never, but I know that you're not supposed to. Like I don't want to ever compare because it was a different life, it was a different love Mm -hmm. and all that. But I truly hope that there is you know love again in my future and for my kids and. Sooner than later, and uh, you know, like all oh, that. So tough.
2: shout out to all you widowers yes! that are
1: listening. Oh no, I'm just Her number
0: is. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> uh, that's. Oh. I'm sorry, I, had but to make I
2: that, but- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's
0: so funny. But it really, I mean, is, um <sighs> Mark and I are both in a place where we're experiencing like new relationships since our spouses. And it's a I've
1: heard, beautiful I'm excited for you both. I'm really excited <laughs> you. for you both. I was like so happy to, <laughs> so to like fun. hear about that, you know. Yeah. And, you.
0: you know, it's it's been an interesting journey. And um, like mine is like super new. Every I'll I'll be more open about it very soon. But it's just like this past week, God just like thing after thing, after thing, everything just worked. And this was not something like it's somebody I knew from college. It's not like it was a dating app. And it was, it was just like, God, it was like suggested friend, like you may know this person and we reconnected and here we are. So it's like, God will bring it in his way and his timing. And um, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm sure it will happen for you too. And it's, yeah it's just amazing which I'm yeah I'm like on cloud nine right now so, so happy
2: for you it's <laughs> thank awesome. you it's so good
0: it's so wonderful. yeah it's so. you know
2: it, it's strange because it's like you go through this phase of like wondering am I going to be alone forever mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're not out of nowhere yeah, right? and it's it's uh I remember, you know, but it's, it's hard. It is hard. Like even, you know, you meet someone you're going to go through a lot when you do. Um, but that's okay. It's, it's all part of it, you know? Um, but yeah, I feel, I feel really confident that you're going to meet somebody and you're going to be swept (laughs) off your feet and you're going to be like, Oh my gosh, this is like in such an amazing man. I couldn't have asked because our spouses were perfect for us. You know, we, we all feel that. And, um, but you know, then this new season of life starts where you need yeah. a different kind of person because mm-hmm. you're in a different kind of life now. Yeah. And now you need a person who's going to be really understanding and really mm-hmm. passionate to mm-hmm. the fact that you still love your husband. Yeah, and, sure. Um, and always
1: know, will, you know, Yeah, yeah and that's,
2: that requires a different person. Mm-hmm, you know, I don't right. know how to explain exactly what's on my brain, but like, um you know we just yeah. roll with the punches in life and i mean our goal is the kingdom anyways and mm-hmm. you know one day at a time but i i do feel really confident that you're mm-hmm. going to need somebody and i think it's going to be when you least expect it and it's yeah. just going to be out of nowhere and uh um, you're gonna be like whoa i never even thought of that so mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly thanks and me. i will pray for it i can yeah. i can hear it that you um you know are excited for that as we all are because it's it sucks being alone let's just be real and doing everything by yourself and um so well anyways I thank you so so much thank you deeply touching story I'm going to be thinking about this for weeks to come
1: thank you guys so much for having me It's it's a little cathartic to talk about it, you know, with people who understand on many different levels. So thank you so much. Really. Well,
2: you know, this doesn't have to be the end for us. Reach out anytime and you know, we can you can friend me on Facebook (laughs) if you want to. Don't leave me in the dark. (laughs) But no, really, if you just, you know, like we tell all our listeners, if you ever just want somebody to talk to or whatever, like you can message us and we get it, you know. Mm -hmm. So um you know, I might not be awake if it's two in the morning, but I will reply at some point, you know, if you're up late or whatever, but um, yeah, please feel free to reach out to either one of us or just through to our Facebook page. And um, yeah, yeah, we'll you know, and also um, we've thought about doing like posts on our Facebook page to get other people to meet each other through here, you know, Mm -hmm. to like, we've had people become friends yeah through, through this uh, ministry that we're we're trying to to accomplish or whatever um where other people have just totally randomly become friends in the comment section
1: mm-hmm. and that's a
2: pretty cool feeling that's like whoa that's awesome. like god kind of brought these people together through us yeah. so anyways awesome. i don't you know mean to go off on that but so i'm uh,
1: feeling the makings of a retreat that's exactly what I was about to
0: say. Is that something that we have talked about right? doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. yeah, That's a good actually, idea. Yeah, we've actually, you know, talked about that before as something that we want to do as an extension of this. And yeah, so. Yeah, that'd sure. be super
2: cool. Mm-hmm. I, don't I know how we place. would? Uh,
1: I have a great place. Really? Your house?
2: You're inviting that many people to your house?
1: Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> do you know a retreat, like a place oh, for my. retreat? <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, because... Um, Okay, this is a side story. It's getting That's so late fine. for you. I'm sorry. No, late for you. So uh, <laughs> I know, right? It's my usual. It's okay. Um, when we moved here to Lamont, we learned of a woman who was a three-time cancer survivor in a town over, and um, she had breast cancer, peritoneal cancer, which is also which is quite rare, and then a blood cancer. Wow. So we wanted to meet her, and because we heard so much about her, she opened up a Vegan restaurant called a vegan cafe, a Pilates yoga studio, and a um, juice bar/slash organic market. Okay, oh, that's awesome. So, for her third diagnosis, she went to a biomedical clinic in Tijuana, did Gerson therapy. Oh, mm-hmm, wow! Right? Mm-hmm. Stayed there for three weeks, it was, and then came home and continued like IV infusion therapy, kind of like what I'm I'm still doing now just like keep Mm -hmm. my immune system up and all that. Even, you know, I haven't had cancer for over a year and a half, two years, even Um, anyway. So, but I'm still, you know, I'm still trying to, um, do these infusions to keep my immune system up. And, um, anyway, like that's another talk too, but so, uh, we just hit it off with her. We really connected. They were going to like write a book together, you know, like a dark humor book on cancer. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) one of her life's goals was to open up a wellness retreat ranch out west Mm. well she did that and I've been out there twice since the summer and um I am going to be facilitating retreats out there wow wow so right I'm like how cool is this I I can really dive into this um like helping others and um Everything we just been talking about.
2: Wow! Really How far about. west?
1: Um, it's in Guffey, Colorado, which a lot okay. of people, a lot of people even in Colorado, have not heard of Guffey, Colorado. Right. It's a super small, quaint, quaint uh, <laughs> town.
2: I focused <laughs> on the Colorado part. I can't front like yeah. I knew where that was. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! I mean, it's it's west of uh, it's southwest of Colorado Springs,
2: okay. um,
1: and it's absolutely beautiful and they have horses and atvs and hiking's incredible wow. and mountains and you what's know, it just, called it's called lorraine ranch um mm. l-o-r-r-a-y-n-e ranch look it up yeah and well right now they're gonna start they've only had a few one or two maybe three at the most but they're going to start um doing retreats this spring next spring so like on nice. april yeah, and it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be phenomenal. Let's,
2: let's do it. Yeah, be awesome. right. Big,
1: mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. We'll figure yeah, something give people out. you guys to get a chance to
2: tell their stories and
1: yes. Yeah, and just have, like be have s'mores. Out and right, be out <laughs> in nature. And you can and nothing is like it doesn't have to be an itinerary, but yeah, I think it is really cool. They have like group sessions um kind of scheduled and um and there's a a PA on staff there there's a social worker on staff there there's so like whether it be just like widows and widowers and widows or families or you know whatever the potential really
2: is endless That's awesome wow yeah.
1: we can round. yeah we'll stay we'll stay in touch about sure. that
2: for sure yeah that'd be really neat we, we've dreamed of like you know branching this out and yeah. that's why we like having guests because Michelle and her like I feel like we've talked about everything. <laughs> like, yeah, what, talk about? <laughs> what are we
1: going to say today?
2: Yeah, what are we going to talk about? Let's talk about something. So, yeah. I mean, you
1: could throw it on the website like, hey, give me three things that you guys want to hear more about or talk like, great about. Great idea. You're ideas. full of great <laughs> ideas. It's yeah. Great
2: idea. It's yeah. Really, you need really a job? yeah we don't make the money yet but no internship
1: do. internship <laughs> We're all on right?
2: an internship
1: but... oh trust me i'm in veterinary medicine like internships and externships yeah. are like the name of the game right <laughs> for sure yeah. yeah
2: well anyways we thank you and thank uh we, we should guys. probably wrap up um yeah. michelle i pray you want to um you know talk us out when I'm done. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. We got the routine.
2: <laughs> yeah. lord thank you so much for this um, powerful testimony that mm-hmm. um, she had the courage. Kate had the courage to share with us. Um, we're so grateful for her heart and we are incredibly grateful that she is cancer-free. We praise mm-hmm. your name for that. Um, we praise your name for all the work you've done in her heart to draw her closer to you. Um, and we are just praying for just good lives for all of us and just fulfilled lives and um, pray for healing and love to fill our hearts Um, and we just thank you so much for this gift that you've given us today of um, getting to hear this powerful story and uh, we pray for everybody's well-being and that's in Jesus name that we pray amen
0: Amen. Well, thanks everybody for joining nice. us today. We're so glad you're here to see, to hear this amazing story. Um, if you would like to be a guest, we are always looking for more people who are willing to share their stories. We'd love to hear from you. You can either send us a message on Facebook, Facebook that is, or you can email us at widow soonm at gmail.com or direct message on Instagram, widow soon underscore, you can also subscribe to us on YouTube and be our like 25th person
1: <laughs>
0: or YouTube twenty five. our smallest growing place, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's all good. But anyways, we appreciate you guys. If you loved the episode, if you like what we're doing here, we love if you get a little bing five stars on Apple podcasts and write a little review. If you want to, it helps us get the word out to other people our, you know, vision is to grow this. So widows and widowers all over the world will feel connected to each other and not feel alone in this because we are in a club. We never wanted to be in, but while we're here, let's lock arms and support each other. So anyways, it was awesome today. And well said, um, well said. thanks. And we will see you again next week. Take care all guys. Right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.